awesome. Wanted to come back on just to do a quick uh, podcast with you guys because today I was meditating and there was just such revelation coming down that I said, you know what, I'm going to hop on really quick and share what God is giving me with you. And I know it's going to bless you today because it blessed me. I thought about it, you know, throughout the day. And as I was going about my day, it just kept coming up in my spirit. And I said, you know what? I went back, read a little bit, allow God to just begin to deal with me on it and allow him to feed me first. And then now I'm able to uh, get it from heaven and bring it down to you. So today I'm super excited because I want to bless you. And I know this is going to bless some people that might feel stuck in a hard spot right now. This is going to get some people motivated to begin to move forward. The people that may be stuck in what I call the in-between, trying to move from one season to the next season, but you just feel kind of sluggish. Today I'm going to bless you. The topic on today is called the total person the total person. And we're going to be coming out of multiple scriptures today. We're going to be coming out of third John one and two. We're going to come out of first Corinthians six and 20, and we're going to be coming out of Romans 12, one through two. And I'll be anchoring on some other scriptures, but those are the three that I want you to write down in your journal. If you're taping this again, our topic today is the total person. And if I had to put a subtopic, a subtopic on this thing, I would call it spiritual health and physical health. How many of you know that God is concerned about the total man? And when I say the total man, I don't want to confuse you because I'm talking about uh, men, women, boys and girls. I'm using the word man to cover everyone. Um, And so that no one's offended. He's worried about the total person on today. He's worried about you. He doesn't care just about your physical health. He cares about your spiritual health as well. He cares about them both because he cares again about the total person. And again, my topic on today is the total person. The scriptures we're going to be coming out of is third John one and two, for those that just popped on first Corinthians six and 20 and Romans 12, one through two. And again, I was uh, just jumping in to let you know that God cares about you. He not only loves you, but he cares about your spiritual and your physical health. And I know that I'm right because uh, Apostle Paul talks about it multiple times, you know, in all the books and letters that he's written. He talks about being in sober mind. And, you know, it's funny because I think about that and people say, you know, being in sober mind and they, they, they tend to always surround Surrounded upon uh, drinking alcohol, etc. But when I'm talking about being a sober mind, we're saying being in a mind state that you have clarity. And the only way that you can get full clarity is by allowing the Holy Spirit to give you revelation. And in, in order for him to give you that revelation, you need to be in a place of peace so that that revelation can begin to fall upon you. I talked a little bit in my other podcast called uh, Stability in Christ, I talked about how God stabilizes you in his word. But as you begin to read the word, it begins to transform you. But today I want to take it one step further. I want to remind you that it transforms you because we know that in Romans 12, one through two, um, it reads 
clear in letting each and every one of us know that therefore I urge you brothers in the view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your reasonable service. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Now, I want to read that again because it's very important for you to understand uh, as we deep dive into your physical health and your spiritual health that you're responsible for that. The, the word of God that I just read to you, it says that it's your reasonable service. Paul is saying in 12 one, therefore, I urge you, brothers, in the view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. So this this is like a reasonable thing you could do. And when we say reasonable, this is the least that you can do is offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Then he gives us parameters. He tells us that how, how do you offer your body to God? It needs to be holy and it needs to be acceptable. So what I want to anchor on is holy and acceptable. In order for us to be holy, we can't be holy in and of ourselves because we were born in shape in sin and iniquity. So what that means is that you were, you were shortchanged from the very beginning. You know, once Adam and Eve sinned and, and, and that great fall happened in the garden, sin is now running rampant in the world and, and we're born into sin. So it's not something that you can uh, avoid. So knowing that it, it, I have to remind myself every day that it's crucial for me to get in the word of God because my natural man, my natural state wants to do what's contrary to God. My natural state is always rising up against God. And when we say our natural state, uh, basically your flesh, your flesh doesn't want to do in and of itself. It doesn't want to do right. It wants to do what pleases it. And I know that I'm right because we find ourselves, uh, knowing that there's a way that seems right, but we find ourselves doing what's wrong. This is what Paul says. When he says there's a way that seems right, but I find myself doing the wrong thing, that means it's almost like you you show up at work, you know what time to be there, but you just keep consistently showing up late. Or you know there's things that you're supposed to do and you tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to stop this because this only leads me down the wrong trail. But you find yourself still falling to the snares of the enemy. So what Paul is saying in uh, Romans 12, one through two, he's, he's telling you the first step you need to do is you need to understand whose you are and who you are in Christ. See, your body is holy and acceptable unto God. This is how we present ourselves. When we can get into a place where we trust God, understand that God is a holy God and it's only through God in the transformed the transforming of our mind that when our mind is renewed, then we can become Christ-like and we won't follow the patterns of this world. Once our mind is renewed, then that just getting that very revelation will allow me to begin to walk in liberty. And when I'm walking in a freedom, then I don't have to feel condemned by old actions that I've done or falling short. Cause the word of God tells us that we all fall short of the glory of God when I find myself falling short. But when I find myself falling short, what we don't want to do is get into a pattern where we're conforming to things that we know that God does not want us to do. And we don't want to take his grace for granted. And when I say take his grace for granted, I'm going to hang that as a balloon for a moment. Taking his grace for granted is, is understanding that 
just because God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but into the world to save the world. So he sent his son to save us from sin. And through his son, we have this salvation. Our sins have been pardoned. And now we are uh, moving, living creatures, uh, trying to walk out our walk of sanctification, the process that happens after we become saved. Once we are in that process and we understand that we fall short, we, we have to look back and say, okay, I fall short, but why, why am I falling short? Like we have to stop for a moment because the word of God says, let every man examine himself. We have to start to take responsibility for who we are and, and what it is that we're trying to do. And the way that we take responsibility is we read the word of God. When we read the word of God, then we begin to get that word in our spirit. And, and then we find ourselves where David was at. And you hear me say this all the time, that thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. When I understand God's principles and they're uh, coming into me daily, just like I'm eating uh, three meals a day, I'm taking in this word, whether it's through meditations, whether it's through journaling, whether it's just having that silent moment with God, whether it's through my morning devotions, whether it's through prayer and fasting, you know, I'm doing all these things so that I could be able to have a healthy spirit and, and to be able to allow the principles of God to take root in my spirit. Because remember, I told you a couple seconds ago that in and of ourselves, we don't want to do right. We want to do what makes our flesh feel good. That's just how it is because we were born in that, in that state uh, of wanting to do what we want to do. And I, and I know that I'm right because I mean, we want things our way. That's just how we are. Sometimes we'll pout even when God tells us no. And then when he says, no, not now we we want it now we want things to be done a certain way but god is saying you know what i need for you to submit and trust me i need you to understand that in romans 12 1 through 2 i'm first telling you what your responsibility is in your body your body being presented as a living sacrifice, holy and being holy, reading the Bible, understanding the scriptures. And I'm not saying holy where we're doing all these ritualistic things because some people think that they hold their Bible. If they say the scripture at the right time, you know, around the right people or, you know, around the people at work, people will then know that I'm holy. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about those external things. I'm talking about the work being done internally being done in your heart because when the work is being done in your heart and that work can only be done through having a relationship with Christ and how we get that relationship with Christ after we first say that we believe that he died on the third day and then we say okay now I want to live for Christ in order to live for him you got to know what his expectation is it's no different than going to school if I say that I'm going to get a degree and I'm going to study something then I have to first be schooled in that area that I, I plan on becoming an expert in and then once I become schooled in it then I get to a place where certain things I just automatically know certain things are like instant certain things are just natural and then as I continue to progress in my learning I can find myself at a higher level of learning at a mid-level of learning or um, and, and, you know, wherever you you decide to go in that thing, it's the same concept when we think about our relationship with God. Once we get saved, it doesn't stop there. Once you've professed that you love the Lord and that you're living for him, then you must 
you have to take this time to begin to allow him to renew our mind and to shape us. If we don't, we'll, we'll find ourselves like Paul, you know, trying to do the right thing, but we keep falling short doing the wrong thing. And then before you know it, when you're not getting in your word and you're not understanding God's true attributes, that he loves you, that he's patient with you, that he's long suffering, that he's kind, all these fruits of the spirit, then you'll start uh, getting in a state of condemning yourself. So now you're on this whole roller coaster ride every day with your emotions going up and down because not because God doesn't love you, but because you haven't come into the full knowledge of understanding and becoming aware or becoming awake to the things and the principles of God. You don't have a clear understanding of it. So now you start to do things that are contrary to God or start to think that he is something or treating you a certain way that he really is not because you don't, you haven't took the time to read the Bible to understand the, the scriptures and the principles. So the first thing I want to do is commend you on today. If you're listening to this podcast, you are already like 60, 70% in to getting yourself on track with what God has for you and your individual purpose. And I say individual purpose because each and every one of us have an individual purpose. I have an individual purpose that God created me for. He said he, he knew us when we were yet in our mother's womb. He knew us before we even stepped foot through the birth canal and fell into the doctor's hand and, and he smacked us on our um bottoms. He knew us way before that. He knew us in the very beginning. So he's already laid the script out for your life. And, and as I was saying before, he's concerned about your spiritual health. He's concerned about you as the total person. You always hear, uh, multiple scriptures in the Bible, uh, where he's talking about your mind, your body and your soul. The reason that we're dealing with that is because that is who you are. You're a triune being. You're made up of this, this spirit man, this flesh man. And if you're going to, uh, be here on the, on the earth, because it says what to be tra uh, transformed by the renewing of your mind. He's telling us we can't be conformed to the ways of this world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. So when we understand that, then we can stop forming and say, okay, what is the expectation that God has of me? He wants me to present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him. But then what is it to be holy? How do I, how do I, uh, you know, begin to walk in a way that's pleasing to God? And then he begins to open up those scriptures to you that in and of ourselves, we can't do it, but we can do it when we first step back and admit that I am a sinner. When I admit to myself that I am a sinner and I'm saying, I'm not saying just one time, two times, three times, you have to remind yourself, I am a sinner. I was born, uh, not in a hundred percent state, but through Jesus Christ and trusting him and submitting to his mighty hand, then I can find myself growing in him and not falling prey to the things of this world, falling prey to the snares of the enemy. So again, your mind, your body, and your soul all matter to God, period. It matters to him. Whether you want to accept it or not, God cares about the total man. See, God not only just loves us, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this again. I said it at the beginning of the podcast. He, he doesn't just love us, but he cares about our full transformation, period. Our flesh and our spirit, he cares about. Because this is the thing. If you 
take care of your flesh more than you take care of your spirit since they are so intertwined that's why today's topic is your physical and your spiritual health the total the total person is because when you have uh one area more taken care of than the other then you're gonna lack in the other area period you must find balance in Christ the scales must be balanced in him and I I know that I'm right because you can picture this picture the person that works out all the time and they look great. I mean, they work out, they meal prep, they do it all. They are on the ball and I commend them, but they take no time with their spiritual life. So now you, you come into contact with this person. Imagine this, you're walking down the street, you see this person every day, you've never interacted with them. So you don't know what's going to come out of their mouth. You just have this quick snapshot of wow they really look healthy they really look fit they are really taking care of themselves they are really committed i see them out here working out every day and just the look of them begins to motivate you but then you just so happen to get a conversation with them and then when you begin to conversate with them they begin to spill out of their spirit things that are just just not imbalance or or positive things maybe they're they're totally negative and the reason that i say that is because you can be taking care of the outward man but not taking care of the inward man and and what does that that do to you because they're both intertwined then it's almost like this weird perception like wow that person looks super healthy they looked uh super great and i felt really motivated by them but then when i began to talk to them now i'm having second thoughts on you know where do they stand in this thing they seem kind of confused or they was very very negative and sometimes we find ourselves in situations like that or meeting people like that or, or maybe uh some of us are like that i know there's been times in my life when i don't have balance Balance with keeping my spiritual life healthy and keeping my physical health healthy. And when I don't have balance, I can tell personally when I take that self-examination and Paul says, let every man examine himself. I don't need to look at my brother and examine my brother because I don't need to be trying to take the speck out of my brother's eye when there's a beam in my eye. The word of God says that I don't need to look at my spouse or look at my kids. I have to look at myself and say, okay, Am I in a state where I feel a hundred percent? Am I striking a balance in the scales of my physical health and my spiritual health? Because sometimes we'll get on this roll where we just begin to neglect one area. You know, I've done it where, okay, so now I'm just deeply in the word of God. I'm just taking my meditation serious. I'm journaling, I'm doing all this stuff, but I know I have this inkling thing in the back of my mind that's saying, you know what? You really need to take some time to work out. You really need to get back um, and focused on your physical life. And then you'll keep pushing it off to the side. You'll keep pushing it to the back of your mind saying, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. You know, we do that a lot. I mean, just take a, a personal examination of yourself. The, the things that you keep saying, I'm going to get to, or maybe you're super on it in the gym and then you keep saying, oh, I'm going to take the time to read my Bible. I'm going to, uh, take the time to be more dedicated in my prayer life. I'm going to take the time to do devotionals. And then you keep finding yourself falling short in that area. And then, then you go on another roller coaster because then you feel guilty because, okay, I can't never get this together. You meet somebody that seems like they have it all together. They got, they've struck a balance between the two. And then you're just like feeling some kind of way in your spirit and not outwardly expressing that. God is concerned about that. He's concerned that you're, you're having these reservations or, or you don't have the get up and go that you need to push through in that area that you're weak. But what I'm saying is in order for us to move past that point, 
because it's not going to go away. I, I, I think it's like a nagging mosquito bite almost that it just, it'll stop. Then it'll start to feel itchy again. Then it'll stop. And then I feel like I have it under control. And then it just becomes, it comes back again. God doesn't want you to be back and forth. He wants us to be consistent and committed in all areas of our lives, not just our spiritual life, but yes, our, our physical life. Our, because think about this. If you're not physically healthy, but you're spiritually healthy, then how do you, uh, have the health to put your hands up and worship. There's some people that their health is, is on the edge and not doing so great. And it's not because it's, uh, that it can't be better. It's just, they're not taking the time to take care of themselves the way that they should. And I'm, I'm reminding you of this on today, not to condemn you. I mean, I had to deal with myself in this same area. I told you when I started out that God cares about the total person. He cares about your physical and your spiritual health. He's not going to let one area go lacking. He knows when you're having some reservations about yourself. He knows when you're, you're faking it because that's what we do. We fake it. People don't know what's going on in our mind, but we uh, can dress up the outside like it's it's okay. And I'm, oh, I'm happy with my weight. I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm doing good because you don't want to accept responsibility for where you're at, but until you accept responsibility for it, you can't fix the problem. You can't move forward. You can't feel a hundred percent. And we want to be at top peak in this season. We want to get all that God has for us. He is your stabilizer. So you don't have to worry about anything. If it seems like it's a big deal, it's really not. He's going to allow you to be able to conquer that thing because you're more than a conqueror. He told you that no weapon formed against you should prosper. So if you found yourself slipping in your physical life, and your physical health, and you not focused in that area, I'm decreeing and declaring that today you're going to take your health back. You're going to have a physical transformation. You're going to begin to take time taking care of yourself so that you can have long life and longevity. Because with long life and longevity, it, God has plan and purpose for you. You don't want your plan and purpose to be cut short because you just didn't take care of yourself. You don't want your plan and purpose to be cut short because you decided that you didn't want to go deeper and rooted in the word of God. Say you have this great spiritual, I mean, physical health and, and God is wanting in this season for you to go deeper because he's designed for you to be a teacher or he's designed for you to be the person on your job to encourage people. In order to do that, you have to make sure that your spiritual health is up to par. You have to make sure that you're spending that time with him so that he can pour into you so that you can pour out because you're, you're tapping into, uh, this well of living water. That well of living water is something that never runs dry, but you must stay connected to the source. That's the key staying connected to the source. And when you're connected to God, as, as I know that you guys are, if you're even listening to this podcast, you're going to be transformed. There's no way you can have an experience or spend time with God on a consistent basis, be committed and not see a change in your life. It just it doesn't even line up. It's not even possible because God said 
that he gives the increase. That some people will come water, but he gives the increase. He's going to bring increase in your life. And the increase is not going to be a headache to you. The increase is going to bless you. The increase is something that is going to make you better because he already said that he knew the plans that he had for you. These plans aren't to hurt you. These plans aren't to hinder you. The plans are to prosper you and give you a hope in the future. See, eating right and exercising every day, again, that one thing alone is not going to give you good health. You might look healthier, but you might be spiritually broke. Then then on the other extreme, you can't be overly uh spiritual and all in your word and neglecting your physical health. We must strike a balance between the two because both are so deeply intertwined. Now, so let's go on to 1 Corinthians 6 and 20 because this reinforces uh, the principles that I'm trying to get you to understand. And it's pretty basic. All I'm trying to get you to understand is I want you to know that God is giving you dominion. When he's giving you dominion, rulership, and the ability to steward, you have this power to do it. Power from on high. The Holy Spirit is your teacher. He's leading you. He's guiding you. He's telling you what to do. But if we ignore what he's telling us, then we won't get the fullness thereof that God has for us. And I want you to get the fullness in this season. This is a season that you are going to grow leaps and bounds above the people around you who don't ground themselves in Christ because God's doing a full makeover on you. I said this a full a couple of podcasts ago that God's doing a full makeover over us right now. If we take this sheltering in experience and look at it as a cave time experience, look at it as your period of uh, isolation or being set aside, God is doing a work on you. He's working on every area of your life, even the areas that you don't want him to touch. These, That's why I'm trying to get to this physical thing, because there's been a time in my life where um, I wasn't physically up to par. I, I just didn't feel good. It's not that someone's uh, saying anything to me, but I didn't feel 100%. And when I don't feel 100%, I can't give a hundred percent. This is just me. I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about me. I'm being honest and transparent about me because I feel if I'm honest and transparent with you, then it's going to be easier for you to listen to my testimony. And then you can be honest and, and transparent with yourself. Now, first Corinthians six and 20 reinforces God's principles concerning you and me as the total person. This is what 1 Corinthians 6 and 20 says. It says, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit. See, I'm not making this up. This is the word of God. 1 Corinthians 6 and 20 reinforces this principle. I'm going to read it again. For you were bought with a price. Okay. For those of you who don't understand what you were bought with, you were bought with the only begotten son. He was put on the cross. He was crucified for you. You were bought with the price. So when you were bought with this price that was paid on Calvary for you, it's already done. The debt is already paid. You're able to be able to move through three things that you would have never thought you could move through because God has already paid the price for you. All you have to do is walk it out and you have to be acceptable for the decisions that you're making that might be causing you to err. 
because God's a perfect God. Everything he's doing for you is going to work together for the good of those that seek after Christ Jesus. Every plan that he started for your life, he's going to work it to its expected end. But he cannot do what you don't allow him to do. Not because he's powerless to do it, but because God is a loving God. God wants to be needed. He wants to be loved. He wants you to wake up every morning, prioritize your life by allowing the Holy Spirit, inviting the Holy Spirit in to lead and guide you on a day-to-day basis. As soon as you get out of the bed or even before you get out of the bed, begin to say, you know what, Lord, I thank you before you turn around and pick up your phone and check your notifications and check your emails, because I know you guys are so important and everybody got to check their IG, they Venmo, they PayPal, everybody got to check everything. But before you do any of that, I want you to stop for a minute as soon as your eyes open and you know that breath is coming through you because remember he created us in his image. The breath that we have is the breath that he blew into us so that we could be an outward expression of him. So before you do anything, just say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Before I move out of this bed, I thank you, God. I thank you for prioritizing my day. Holy Spirit, you are invited in. I submit to you. See, we must submit our mind, will, emotions, our spirits unto the Holy Spirit so that he might lead and guide us. I think that is where some of us are are falling short, that we're not getting back to the basics. The basics of life is First, submitting to the mighty hand of God. You submit so that he might be able to move and do the things that he desires to do in your life. A lot of the time we find ourselves working against God. Yes, we do it. We work against God. He has a plan. He's trying to move us to the left. We're trying to go to the right because we feel we we want you to come over here, God, to the right. And then we'll tell God what to do. Come over here, God. Bless me over here, God. I, I want this car, God. And then you begin to pray for that car and you go and anoint that car and you think that car is your car. And, and not once have you ever stopped and said, Lord, what do you want for me? What do you want for me? That's not going to be a headache for me. That's going to allow me to stay in good health and wholeness so that my soul can prosper. What is it that you want for me? What is best for me? Because I don't know what's best for myself. I know we don't know what's best for ourselves because we like to take uh, the easy way out. We'll take a shortcut. We'll do all these things. And sometimes what's best for us is actually taking the long way. I know that I'm right because every time when I go exercise, sometimes I want to take the short route. I want to take the short route because I want to get done faster. I want to put my check in the block for today and say I'm done. But sometimes God will say, no, you need to go a little bit further. You need to go down here. You need to take the long route. And I'm like, oh, if I take the long route, that means I got to walk all the way up this hill. You need to walk up that hill because you need to build endurance. You need to build commitment. You need to build consistency. In order to get certain things, you're going to have to put in the work. There's no way around avoiding putting in the work, the work in your spiritual life, the work in your health. You have to put in the work. But I'm going to tell you, uh, podcasters, that when you put in the work, God will bring the harvest when he brings the harvest. Cause remember I said, he brings the increase when God says, yes, no man can say no. When your harvest comes in, you're going to be blessed. Your barn house is going to be full. You're, you're going to have a peace of mind that surpasses all understanding. You're going to lay down a perfect peace. You're not going to be worried about all this small stuff because you're going to be letting God rule and reign over your life. So uh, again, write down first Corinthians six, 
and 20, which reinforces that principle. Write it down. I don't know if you have your notepads. I'm praying, podcasters, that you guys are typing it on your smartphones or just writing down little uh, nuggets so that you can munch on it throughout the week. Just like when you set up a workout plan. You know how when you set your workout plan, you meal prep, you change your eating so that you're eating cleaner, you walk, you work out on a more consistent basis, you be, you should begin to log it. You'll do different things because you're being intentional about it. What I want you to do is I want you to be intentional about your physical life and be intentional about your spiritual life. Just like you have to take extra vitamins and nutrients in your physical life, you have to do the same thing in your spiritual life. And the way that you get those extra vitamins and nutrients is you read your word, but then you might listen to a, a little bit more worship music that week. That's that's a, something like a vitamin. Let's look at, look at that as a vitamin A tablet. And then you say, you know what, that made me feel really good. Every time I listen to worship, instead of, you know, let my mind submerge in secular. I feel really inspired. I feel really uplifted. Then you add another vitamin to it. Grab your vitamin D. Your vitamin D might be, oh, I'm going to start doing my daily devotionals. I'm just going to write one or two things. I'm not going to get all deep. Right now, I just want to work on being committed and consistent to doing it. And when you do that, you start to go back and read over your devotionals and read over your journaling. And you start to recognize, wow, God is talking to me in this thing. He's actually giving me resolutions to problems that I've been praying about. And the whole time I'm thinking he's not answering my prayers, but he is answering my prayers and he's answering it by the way of journal. Matter of fact, he, I've journal and he's given me a vision for my business. I've journal. He's given me a vision for my family. I've journal. He's given me a vision for my marriage. I've journal. He's given me a personal vision and an endeavor that I'm going to shoot for, for this year. See, I want you to stop for a minute and I want you to understand that this is so intertwined, your physical and your spiritual. One impacts the other. But when you begin in this new season to walk and work it in both areas, allowing God to give you the strength to do it and not working in your own strength, I'm, I'm telling you, podcasters, you are going to be blessed. And I want to read that 1 Corinthians 6 and 20 one more time because I really want that to just ring down in your spirits. I want it to just bubble out when you wake up in the morning. I want it to bubble out when you're driving. I want it to bubble out to the point that you're going to meet somebody and have a divine appointment that you're not going to miss that you're going to be focused on it because you're not going to be so consumed with your own problems because the word of God says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you when you're seeking God you can give God your stuff and then you can allow God can then trust you to focus on his stuff because it says we ought to be about our father's business so when we take our cares and cast them on the Lord then the Lord can then trust you in a fight he a fight not a physical fight but like a spiritual fight to be able to war for those that are are um, just weak among you. Because there are some people among us that may not be as strong as you are in this season. There, there, may, there may be some people around you that's feeling defeated right now. And you might have to take the word of God that you've written down from this podcast and remind them that you're more than a conqueror. And I'm not just saying that because the word of God says that. That this thing is not going to overwhelm you because the word of God says that he's not going to let anything overwhelm you. That no weapon formed against you should prosper. You can begin to speak encouragement to people that's not your words, but they are the words of God. Because I told you, when you speak the word of God into somebody's life, you begin to decree and declare in your own life and even in, in the people that you encounter life that needs that word from you, that haven't opened the door for you to minister to them, then you'll start to see things transform in your life. And that's really all we really want. We just want to live a good and wholesome life. 
So I'm going to read it one more time. First Corinthians six and 20, it says, for you were bought with the price. Therefore glorify God in your body and spirit. So that's saying in your flesh and in your spirit, you need to glorify God. That means you can't have one without the other. You can't say, I'm just going to uh, worship God, you know, physically and, and, you know, by throwing up my hands or doing whatever you feel that is uh, consistent with what you deem as worship. And then you just lack your physical body. It's telling us right here to glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. It, it tells us you belong to God. You don't belong to yourself. This is what I want you to tell yourself. Say self, it is your reasonable service to bring glory to God. And the way that I'm going to do it in this season, I decree and declare that I will come in balance and harmony with my spiritual growth and with my physical growth. See, you have to talk to self because self is the person that's in your head telling you, oh, you don't feel like working out. Oh, you don't feel like reading your Bible. Oh, you don't want to do that. You just you just doing that because they said do that. You're not doing that because you want to do it. Self will talk you out of so much stuff. You know, myself has talked me out of so much stuff. And, and you'll find out the self will end up talking you right off a cliff if you let it. You have to ground yourself in God and allow God to speak by his Holy Spirit through you to lead and guide you. So I'm going to finish reading up that scripture. It says, therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. So, again, you belong to God. You were bought with a price. We are reminded in these and other scriptures that our physical experience is related to our spiritual testimony. So when I give a testimony, a spiritual testimony to somebody, it's related to my physical experience, period. And, and, and it should be ringing clear as a bell right now to you guys. I told you I'm excited because God loves us so much. And whenever he brings something, you know, uh, to the forefront, it's like a mirror that he shows us about ourselves. That's a good thing. That's a good thing because he only chastises those that he loves. So that means he loves us. He wants us to have long life and longevity. And then he brings that situation to us, not for us to continue to put it in the back of our mind or to put it, you know, off to the side and keep saying, I'm going to deal with it. Because the more you keep putting it off to the side and saying you're going to deal with it, the more you're going to be operating at like 65, 70 percent instead of oper operating at 100. And I'm decreeing and declaring that you're going to operate at 100 percent this season. I'm decreeing and declaring that you're not going to miss the blessings that God has for you in this season because you are off balance. I decree and declare balance in your life, balance with the word of God and balance with your physical health. I decree and declare that you will be in good health because God paid it all on the cross. You have to begin to take your health back. You have to take your spiritual life back. You have to claim it. You have to claim it, declare it, decree it. It belongs to you. See, as you invest in your spiritual life, your mind becomes renewed through this process. And I talked to you about this earlier, how the more and more you invest in your life, your mind becomes renewed and then you can then become Christ-like. That's then that you uh, are transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I want you to really, really deep dive in your personal life and in your physical life. Give it over to God. Ask him how to lay it out for you. I'm going to give you some pointers on some things that I do, but what works for me may not work for you. It's important that the Holy Spirit leads and guides you. I'm doing what the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding me to do. And it's 
crucial that you do the same. You get yourself into a place, like I said, in the morning, immediately submit to God, immediately throw it over to the Holy Spirit, tell him to lead and guide you so that your day can line up according to what he wants for you. So, um, again, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. That's what Romans 12 and 2 tells us. It's telling us to stop conforming to the patterns of this world because his ways aren't our ways. We're in the world, but not of the world. Just because something else is working for somebody else, that might that may not be working for you. That's why it's crucial, crucial for you to understand what God requires specifically from you in this season so you can go to your level two. Okay, so again, I'm reminding you of the scriptures, which was Third uh, John. We read Third John. Let me go back to that. We read Third John one and two, First Corinthians six and twenty, and Romans twelve one through two. I'm going to go back and read Third John one and two for you, so you can get that in your spirit for the week. So Third John one and two. It says, dear friends, I am praying that all is well with you and that your body, there we go again, they're talking about our bodies. Dear friend, I am praying that all is well with you and that your body is a healthy as your soul. And that, that right there tells you, Paul is praying that their body, their physical body is as healthy as their soul. See, some of the brothers recently returned and made me very happy by telling me about the faithfulness and that the faithfulness that you are living and in this truth. So basically what that, that scripture is saying is Paul is addressing uh, them saying that he cares about their body and he cares about their soul. He wants both of those things to be in balance, both of those things to be healthy. And then he finds himself talking um, to the brothers in verse three. I went on and read a little bit of that. Some of the brothers recently returned and made him very happy by telling him about the faithfulness that they had encountered. See, and I just want you, if you don't get anything today, I want you to stop when you get off this podcast. I want you to lay some things out that you're going to do to begin to work on your physical and your spiritual health at the same time, simultaneously in this season. I want you to lay out three things for your spiritual health, three things for your physical health. And I'll give you a quick example and then I'm gonna close out. So the three things for my physical health that I laid out, as I said, I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to meal prep every week, no matter what. And I set my alarm to do it because for every goal, you must have an action on how you're gonna complete it. So in order to get good health, I must meal prep. And along with meal prepping in order to have good health, I must work out. So then I said, okay, I need to make sure that I work out this many days a week so that Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays is dedicated to that workout. But during that workout, I take an opportunity to let uh, scriptures run, other podcasts run to fill my spirit. So my spiritual health is also growing alongside my physical health. And, and then there's other things I laid out that I'm going to take more time to organize my life in a calendar and journal. Just different things that you can do in this season so that you can grow. Because see, that journaling and that organizing my life gives me more time to spend time in my word so that I'm able to give back at a higher level in this season 
concerning the things of God. So what I want you to do is I want you to do the same thing. I want you to just stop for a minute, lay out three things that you want to do personally in your physical and what you want to do personally in your spiritual life. And in order to do this, like I said, Paul said, every man has to examine himself. You have to first examine yourself. Then after you examine your physical life and your spiritual life, you have to be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. The word of God said, if a man lack wisdom, let him ask. Once you're honest with yourself, you can say, Lord, give me the wisdom to be able to move through this next season with great balance, balance in both areas of my life. And when you come into that place where you have that balance by a, a submitting to the Holy Spirit and allowing him to prioritize your days, to lead and guide you, and you set these goals out, I guarantee you, you are going to see an increase in your spiritual health and an increase in your physical health. And you're going to feel better. You're going to feel better. You're going to be able to minister better. You're just going to have more endurance. Your faith is going to grow. You're going to see a consistent change in your life. But first, you must be committed and accept the fact that, hey, these are some areas I might fall short in. And it's not for you to condemn it yourself. It's just for you to come up. You got to level up. And this season, I'm decreeing and declaring that we will all level up together. And I'm closing. I love you guys. I'll be praying for you throughout the week. Again, I want you to write some notes. And when we come back, we're going to deep dive into the next topic that God gives me concerning you. And remember, God loves you. He loves you right where you're at. And he's going to meet each and every one of you where you stand in need of in this hour and in this season. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed.